This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, PJ Glasser with you. One of my favorite guests, Ian McMillan. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ian McBets. He's the senior editor at BetSided. You can also see him on Vegas Insider, the Hammer HQ. He is also the host of the Bacon Bets podcast. Ian, welcome back to the show Quickly, something funny in the rundown. I, I believe it was a typo, but Mario, our producer today, wrote Ian McMillian. And I was like, well, he was almost a McMillionaire if he would have won <laughs> Joe's Survivor. No, I'm just kidding. But I thought that was a great nickname considering you are in the betting world. I thought that was fun. I want to start with the NHL. Are there any futures that you like in the NHL? Where might there still be some value? Yeah, I will say really quick, uh, Aaron. Uh, at least uh, he didn't mess up my first name. He got he got Ian instead of Lane, so uh, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll give him props for that. I don't usually get my last name misspelled, uh, but uh, hey, he got the first name right, uh, so that's good enough. Uh, yeah, some futures for the NHL. Uh, team I'm looking at in the Western Conference, the Dallas Stars to win the Stanley Cup. I think if you want to look at the futures market right now in the NHL, I think you do generally need to stick to the Western Conference because it is wide open right now. The Eastern Conference, I mean, even if you look at the futures odds list right now, if I'm not mistaken, four of the top five teams are all from the Eastern Conference. It's the Hurricanes. It's the Bruins. It's my Maple Leafs. Uh, over in the West, though, things are kind of wide open, and I don't believe in the Colorado Avalanche, who are still right now the favorites to win the Western Conference. I think if you want some value, take a look at the Dallas Stars at 14-1. to 1. Uh, You look at uh, goal differential. They lead the Western Conference right now, plus 36 goal differential. Uh, they have one of the best young goaltenders in the NHL and Jake Ottinger. Uh, and they have something that they haven't had the past couple of seasons that's kind of held them back from being able to win the Cup, and that's uh, an offense. Uh, they've been a lot better offensively this year uh they have been a little bit cold offensively over the past couple weeks i don't expect that to uh, i think it's just a little bit of a slump i think they'll snap back into it here shortly uh but yeah the dallas star is a team that uh went on a run just a couple years ago fell up a, a little bit short but uh, now they have the, the offense to go along with it and a western conference that's wide open uh there's really no other team that i'm that I really trust uh, or is, is as well-rounded, I think, than the Dallas Stars. You look at the Oilers, they have goaltending issues and defensive issues. I don't trust the Golden Knights offensively. The Colorado Avalanche aren't the same team uh, that won the Cup last year. The Los Angeles Kings, their record's a little bit better than I think that, that, uh, than what they deserve. So Dallas Stars are 14-1 to if you're looking to place an NHL futures bet. I think that's the way to go. Ian, what about in the Eastern Conference? We saw that big trade yesterday between the Bruins and the Caps. The, uh, the Bruins acquire Garnet Hathaway, Dmitry Orlov. Caps get back some draft picks. Do you think this helps Boston even more as they are trying to obviously win the Stanley Cup this year? And then what do you make of the Caps? Do you think 
They're on the outside looking in right now. They've dropped five in a row. Would you kind of stick a fork in uh, Washington? Yeah, I think you can stick a fork in Washington. Yeah, especially with how competitive uh, that 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 division is for sure. I, I yeah, I Washington's done it. Unfortunately, this trade helps uh, the Bruins even more. I say unfortunately because uh, I hate Boston sports. Um, uh, they have won way too many championships in my lifetime. I've seen a total of zero championships for the teams I cheer for, and usually a lot of the the Maple Leafs playoff runs have been ended by the Boston Bruins. But uh, I'm actually, and I will say, I am kind of biased against Bruins teams. I actually don't really fully believe in this Bruins team. You look at a lot of advanced analytics and they don't really hold up. They're like middle of the pack in Corsi percentage, expected goals, they're middle of the pack. Now the reason why they have been able to win this many games and look as good as they have is because they're really good shooting and they have the best goaltender in the NHL this, se- this season, and Linus Olmark, who uh, is right now the odds on favor to win the Vesna Trophy. So I, as much as, you know, I, I like to look at advanced analytics, I guess at the end of the day what matters is being able to put the puck in the neck and net and preventing the other team from doing so. And the Bruins are very good at that. So uh, as much as I say maybe I don't fully believe in the Bruins come playoff time, I think some of those advanced analytics will catch up to them. Uh, at the end of the day, they're obviously the best team in the NHL. And unfortunately, I think, especially with the trade that they made there yesterday, uh, they're the deserving Stanley Cup favorites and. We might just see another Boston championship, uh, which would uh, make me die a little inside, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm with you. What about the Pacific Division, Ian? It's tight. Um, We've got the Golden Knights plus 175, Oilers 275, Kraken 275. It's a really tight race between these three teams. Who do you think ends up winning it? It's a team that I have been believing all season, and it's a team that's failed to live up to my expectations. This might be the last uh, week or so that I'm going to start believing them because the things are starting to get out of hand, and they're going to—they're starting to run out of run out of time. And that's the Calgary Flames. Uh, this is a team that, uh, like, wow. I, I look at—I look at advanced analytics, and they're good. This is a team that I, I thought I picked preseason to win the Stanley Cup. They have uh, uh, the makings of a championship team. They just don't get it done night in and night out. Usually that corrects itself over the course of a season, but it just hasn't for the Calgary Flames. And I have lost plenty of bets backing the Calgary Flames throughout the season. Uh, now, it seems like they have something that goes wrong uh, at each individual part throughout the season. Like there was a, a portion of the season they couldn't score. Then there was a portion of their season defensively they were breaking down in their own end. And now they're goaltending is so bad. I even tweeted at them, listen, I used to play goalie. Call me up. Put me between the pipes, Flames. I'll do better than the, than the bums you guys have in between the pipes right now. I'll tell you that. They stink. They have like a, a team save percentage over the last 10 games of like 830 or 840 or something like that. Um, but I, I, at the end of the day, I still kind of believe in them. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if you have their odds in front of you right now, Aaron. I, I don't have the Flames odds in front 22 of 22 right to 1. It was the one Amber. team I didn't mention. I mean, the yes. Kings even have better odds. But I was like, talk about value. Nine points back. They're still in it. Not a nine-point gap can get shut uh, pretty close pretty quickly. And, I mean, this is this Pacific Division is very tight between the Golden Knights. Yeah, only nine points separates the Golden Knights in first place and the Flames at fifth. 22 to 1, I think it's worth a shot. I still believe in this team. I don't know for how much longer, but for now, I still believe in them. Ian, let's talk some NBA. As you look at the card tonight, there's one game that jumps out at me, and it's the Cavs and the Hawks. Aaron and I were talking about this yesterday. Really, in any sport, when a team gets rid of a coach, I love backing them in that first game. So I'll be looking at taking Atlanta tonight. 
against the Cavs. Did you have any plays in that game, or were, were there any other plays on the card that you liked tonight? Didn't have any plays in that game. I do have a couple player props, though. Um, I will say uh, the, the Hawks, though, firing Nate uh, McMillan, my, uh, my, my uncle there. Uh, although he, he, he's a Mick, not a Mac, so not quite. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I'm angry at the Hawks for firing my uncle, so I will not be betting on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. I do have a couple <laughs> player props, though, tonight uh, that I do like in the NBA. Uh, not in that game. I do like, uh, if we're looking at the uh, late slate here, um, the Houston Rockets taking on the Golden State Warriors. There's a player prop I like in that one. It's Jabari Smith over seven and a half rebounds. If there's one thing the Rockets do well, it's rebound. They're actually the top rebounding team in the NBA, and the Warriors are not 23rd. Uh, so they do not rebound very well whatsoever. Uh, Jabari Smith has gone over this number in three straight games. He actually averages more rebounds on the road, uh, which is a little bit rare as opposed to at home. Uh, so that lines up for it as well. So I like Jabari Smith over seven and a half rebounds. I got it at even money. And then an under, I also like uh, the Phoenix Suns hosting the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder here. I like Devin Booker under 26 and a half points, uh, only averaging 22.7 since his return from injury. Uh, and the Thunder have actually been playing uh, pretty well defensively uh, as of late, especially over their last three games. They're second in the NBA in opponent effective field goal percentage in that stretch. So, uh, yeah, I'm not a huge NBA guy. I did dabble a little, a couple player props tonight, though. Uh, like I said, Jabari Smith over seven and a half rebounds. Devin Booker under 26 and a half points. Before we get to the college basketball slate today, tomorrow, I want to circle back just quickly to the NHL. Any props that you like there for tonight? I don't have, I'm not, I'm not a big NHL. Oh, I will say one thing. It's not really a, a, a props bet in the NHL. I, it's a team total, which is kind of a prop bet, but not really. Okay. Um, but I will say I do like a team total in the NHL tonight uh, that, that, that I do got to give out that I absolutely love now. It is uh, kind of betting on my Toronto Maple Leafs here, which might be a little bit of a dangerous game. But uh, the Minnesota Wild <laughs> team total uh, under two and a half against the Maple Leafs. Uh, I mentioned earlier about how the Stars have struggled offensively. The Wild have struggled even more. They are terrible offensively over their last 10 games, averaging only 1.76 goals over that stretch. Uh, they have a shooting percentage of 5.83%, which is last in the NHL over that stretch. And the Leafs uh, have actually been playing extremely well defensively uh, over the past couple weeks, which is not something I'm kind of used to saying about the Toronto Maple Leafs. They usually struggle defensively, but actually first in the NHL in expected goals against, second in high danger scoring chances allowed. Uh, and throughout the whole season, they've only given up 2.48 goals per game when playing on their home ice. They're at home tonight against the Wild. Uh, the Wild only scored, scored two goals last night against the Blue Jackets, who are one of the worst defensive teams in the NHL. So I liked uh, the Wild team total under two and a half. Uh, I got a minus 115 against my Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. All right, Ian, let's turn our attention to college hoops. As Aaron said, great slate tomorrow. One of the games that's going to be really good is the top 10 matchup in Waco, Texas, and Baylor. What do you make of this game tomorrow and just the Big 12 in general? We, we, we know it's the best conference in college hoops, top to bottom. It's so top-heavy. How many of these teams, though, do you actually see yourself backing in March? Yeah, I think the Big 12 certainly has kind of established themselves as the best conference. I don't really think too many people can argue that. But in terms of teams that can actually compete come March and make a deep playoff run, to be honest, I don't even know if there's anyone past Kansas. That can really even, and we're talking deep run. Uh, Kansas, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, the defending champs can go on a little bit of a run here. But the, every other team kind of has holes that, 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 I, I, that I don't really trust. Uh, Texas, yep. 
um, has had issues uh, throughout the season at times. Uh, they turn over the ball a little bit too much. Kansas State, Baylor, these are all very strong teams. Uh, but then again, I guess the whole NCAA tournament field is kind of wide open. So, I, I mean, maybe I'll look like an idiot here. Maybe one of these teams will end up being my tattoo bet come March. Uh, but in terms of uh, a team that can go on a deep, a deep run in the tournament, I think the only one that I can really back is Kansas. Oh, man, I really wanted you to get that Arkansas tattoo last year. I was hoping for that. <laughs> so does this mean we got to make another one? I'll let you yeah. decide. So go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, I've become addicted to tattoo bets. So uh, I'll be making another one for the NCAA tournament. I haven't decided who it's going to be. Maybe it's a Big 12 team. But by the time the NCAA tournament uh, starts, i got to watch the conference championship. i got, I got, I got to listen to the public, too, because I, what I don't like happening is when the public jumps on a team that I don't think is that good. That team is going to be my tattoo bet. So we'll wait a couple more weeks. I'll come up with someone. I mean, Kansas just seems like a strong candidate here because they I... might have a chance to do something. <laughs> it's got to be a team that... good. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be a team that uh, may, may be a little bit more of a Cinderella story than Kansas, I assume. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll let you come up with some options and maybe we can revisit this. What about any other games that you have your eye on that uh, stand out to you that are intriguing either tonight or tomorrow? Yeah, I got two college basketball plays for tonight that I like. Uh, one of them is Xavier Seton Hall. Uh, I like the under, mm -hmm. I got it at 142. I think the total has come down a point or point and a half. I still like it though. I think this Seton Hall defense uh, is pretty underrated. Um, they're 27th in defensive efficiency, 28th in opponent effective field goal percentage, 25th in opponent points per game, only giving up an average of 64.7. Now I know Xavier is obviously one of the best shooting teams in the country and they play at one of the fastest paces in the country, but they're on the road now against a team that plays at a slower pace in Seton Hall and a team that can shut them down defensively or at least slow them down. So when you're talking about a, a top 25 defense in college basketball, but the totals in the 140s, I think that's too high of a mark. So I like the under between Xavier and Seton Hall. Uh, and another one is uh, Wyoming against Colorado State. I like uh, the points with Wyoming in this one. Colorado State, uh, their biggest weakness is they can't uh, stop the three-point shot. They're 302nd in opponent three-point field goal percentage. 37% of the points scored against Colorado State comes from the three ball. That ranks 342nd in the country. Now they take on a Wyoming team. That ranks 23rd in three-point shot rate. Over 45% of their shots come from beyond the arc. So that spells trouble, I think, for Colorado State. Wyoming also ranks them in effective possession ratio, in fouls per game, in rebounds. Uh, Wyoming already beat them this season in a game that they didn't even really shoot well from three. So uh, they've already beat them if they shoot closer to their season averages from three. Uh, not only do I think this could be a close game and cover the seven-and-a-half-point spread, I think they might even win this game outright. So I like the under in Xavier and Seton Hall tonight. I like uh, Wyoming to cover the spread against Colorado State. Ian, we got about a minute left. Virginia at North Carolina tomorrow. Tar Heels need a win in the worst way. Do you think they win that game, and do you think they get into the NCAA tournament? I do think they'll get in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they might have to play one of those play-in games, but I do think, and I do think they win that game as well. I think actually Virginia might be a little bit overrated uh, in the in the ACC. I don't trust them offensively, to be completely honest. I think UNC matches up well with them stylistically. I think UNC wins that game, and I think that uh, gives them a big edge in getting in the tournament and being possibly one of the last four in. 
Ian, I didn't realize you were a goalie. It all makes sense now. I love your personality. I always thought goaltenders <laughs> were just built a little different. So it yes. all adds up. It all yes, makes sense. You want to follow Ian? Yes. <laughs> 100% and you will see that if you follow Ian on Twitter. I'm here for all of it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We go off the board. Do I like my brows? Was it painful? So many questions. We'll get into it next on the BetQL Network.